Welcome back to the show, everybody. So excited for you to listen to today's episode because, oh man, I just got done re-listening to this part two of my coaching call with my powerhouse student, Judith, and it is powerful. It is moving. And I know that there are some of you that need to hear the words in this live coaching episode today. Let me kind of break down for you the context of this episode in case you missed last week. So this is a part two of my live coaching session with a student inside of my program, High Ticket Powerhouse. Her name is Judith. I revealed part one of our coaching session last week and Judith was having challenges attracting leads. So last week we did an Instagram audit we refined her ideal client. Today, we talked about, and you'll hear this in the episode, we talked about building confidence, building authority in content so that we can attract the high quality leads that we're looking for. But the conversation went a lot deeper. It, it pivoted from talking about content and building authority and strategies to do that. And it moved into talking about teaching our brain to hope again. I don't know about you, but Sometimes we are hoping for something for so long, whether whether it is success in our business or in my case, it was hoping for a baby for four years. And we can hope for something and pray for something for so long that, that we can start to actually lose hope. And the problem with that is that hope is what faith is anchored in. If we don't have hope, it's pretty hard to have faith. So our conversation shifted into talking about how to show Judith's brain That this is not only possible for her, but eventually get her brain to believe that the success in her business is inevitable for her. And this is actually a little bit of a sneak peek into some changes that are coming into Powerhouse. If you haven't heard, Powerhouse is my six-month group coaching program teaching online coaches how to get more clients, how to create a really irresistible offer and sell that thing on repeat for $2,000 or more using high ticket sales strategies. That is what Powerhouse is all about. And Powerhouse is getting some upgrades. Number one, we're going to start talking more about neuroscience and the rewiring of your brain so that you can actually overcome in a very tangible, practical way Things like imposter syndrome or limiting beliefs or self-sabotaging mindset, things that, that are holding you back. We're also going to start talking more about negotiation and using some tactics that were actually from the FBI. There's a book by Chris Voss called Nev- uh, Don't Split the Difference or Never Split the Difference, something like that. And I'm taking those principles and making them relevant to the coaching industry. And so there's some upgrades happening in this container. And that leads me to a very special announcement that I have for you today before I let you go into this episode with Judith. I am so excited, so dang excited to announce to you that I am hosting a free masterclass. I have not done this in so long, hosted a live masterclass, and I'm going to be doing it before I go on maternity leave. So listen up for the details. If you are somebody who wants to get more clients and build a wildly successful online coaching business, you need to have your booty inside this free masterclass. It is for female coaches desiring to unlock 5K to 10K closed months by rewiring your brain for success, 
mastering high ticket sales and applying top FBI negotiation tactics so that you can overcome client objections. This masterclass is going to be on Tuesday, February 27th. And there are three class times that you can choose from. We have a 10 a.m. class time, a 1 p.m. class time, and a 6 p.m. class time, all central time zone. But I know that a lot of you are not in my time zone. So we've spread out multiple different class times throughout the day so that you can choose the one that is best suited for you. And here's what you're going to learn inside of this masterclass. Number one, you're going to learn the four steps that you must take to attract high paying clients and begin closing 5k to 10k months consistently. That's number one. Number two, you're going to learn how your brain is keeping you broke and ways you can teach your brain to make you more money. That is the neuroscience okay, of building a six and seven figure online coaching business. So important. It takes mindset to an entirely new level. We're talking about rewiring neurological pathways in your brain. It is next level. And number three, we're going to discuss top FBI negotiation tactics to handle client objections like I can't afford it. And for those of you who join live at the end of the masterclass, you'll get to have a time where you can ask your questions and actually get your your questions answered by me in real time. So if you're somebody who is sick and tired of not getting clients, making little to no money in your coaching business, if you have been posting content to attract leads, but still you hear nothing but crickets, If you're trying to stand out in your niche, but you cannot help but feel like a small fish in a big sea of coaches, you need to be in this container, okay? This is a completely free masterclass, but it's not going to be free forever. Actually, I'm going to rerun this masterclass in March. However, it's going to be paid at that point. So if you want to get through the door for the only time where you're going to be able to get through the door for free, now is the time. I want you to go down below in the show notes, click the link that is for the masterclass and save your seat right now. Pause the episode, go down to into the show notes, click and save your seat. And I will see you on Tuesday, February 27th. Now, without further ado, here is my part two of the incredibly powerful coaching session that I had with my powerhouse student, Judith. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 a month in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, 
You don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients and create life changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. Your page looks great, but like, how are you feeling with content? Yeah. So, uh, like, I'm just thinking about my content from the conversation that we had on Monday in the call, in the group call. And I was trying to like imagine because I tend to put out a lot of like helpful content that they can save and that they can like, you know, think, oh, wow, she knows so much those type of things but it's not really still I think I would want it to like showcase my program a lot more like more of authority more of like I said what I said statements like yeah. I mentioned the other day totally. yeah I think yeah I think that's what's what's lacking probably so I'm gonna go to my profile I also want to start off by saying like I'm a sales coach I'm not a content coach with that being said content's important and there are some things that I have been playing around with um, number one, I'm going to just mm-hmm. kind of play this real. This is something that this real evoked a lot of emotion. It was a storytelling. Um, and, but it was also bold. Cause it was like, yeah, you can say that this is hard, but like, I mean, choose your heart. So I'm, I'm just going to show you this one, mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. Okay. It, it spoke to me a lot. Okay, cool. So I would save this. Go ahead and um, after this call, I want you to create a folder on your phone. And you can be actually have it on Instagram and, and do like content ideas. And I want you to save other people's content ideas that you feel you could recreate in your own brand that showcase authority. You post educational content very well. And we need that. Like there are some parts of our content Mm -hmm. that need to educate. However, I think that we're educating too much. And we also need to like bring that down and also put in Mm -hmm. polarizing, put in storytelling, put in sales pitching. Um, So keep the educational. Right. This is like kind of a storytelling that's also polarizing. And it's a little bit educational too. Like you can Mm -hmm. can do multiple things in one. Like my, my, Intro was like, you get 10 seconds to have a pity party. Go ahead. Once you're done, let me know. Like it, it has a little bit of sass to it. And then I kind of gave them a yeah. little bit of educational. And then I invited them to just to have a conversation. This was not a hard pitch uh, post. Um, and it got some, some good con- some good traction here. Another one is this one. And this is something I think that you would do very well. Um, you already have this one. Like my, my client is getting married. These are the ones that I'm thinking that we could also do hypothetical case studies. Things like this, where I took a screenshot of something that my client sent me. And I talked about how I helped her create that 
situation. And so you could do that for the client of yours that got married. You could do that for the client that um, left or left, I think the toxic relationship for 10 years, you can do hypothetical case yeah. studies. I would do these. Now I'm also going to post one today. Give me a mm -hmm. second. I'll show you another one that I'm posting today. Is this helping to kind of see some examples? A lot. Yes. Let me show you one more that I'm going to post later today. This one is handling objection and, um, polarizing opinion. And it's very much authority building. Mm -hmm. Before you say, I can't afford to invest in my coaching business. You should know that business is all about solving problems. One of the first problems is how to invest in a mentor when the money isn't already sitting in your bank account. By the way, most of us start there. Like this is not a problem unique to you. I'm kind of calling it out and saying like, stop having a pity party and thinking that you're the only one that has this problem. Like we all have this problem too. We're just figuring it out better essentially in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's bold yeah. and I'm walking them through. And then there, I do give them like the thing about object, um, handling objections is like, you don't want to just call them out and that's it. Call them out, but then show them the path. And so that's what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. I called them out here and then I showed them the path here. I gave them four ways to solve their problem. And then I did a bottom line that is like kind of one more bold thing is like people will always find a way to invest in what matters most to them. Growing your business is a priority for you. You're going to find a way to make it happen. And if not, you're going to find an excuse. And then I did a call to action for my free training. And I, I said, I actually used a little bit of reverse psychology because I actually said like, in a nutshell, I, I, I said this without saying this, that like, don't, don't comment if you're not serious. Don't comment if you're flaky. Don't comment like if this, if you're not really like all in on this, but for those of you who are mm -hmm. go ahead and comment clients below to access my free training. And what I'm also going to probably do today is I have a free, I I'm testing a new, um, free training. That's actually less than six minutes long. And in that I have a moment where I say like, Hey, if you're just looking to pick my brain, don't waste my time in a, in a kind, I mean, I said with love, please don't waste my time. Um, and I'll probably pair that with this today. Mm -hmm. So that's another type of content that you can look at that and emulate it. So what's an right. excuse that well, well, you probably have the, I can't afford it excuse, but yeah. uh, what other excuses is she saying to herself? What now, aside from, from money, like let's, let's take the program off the table for a second. What excuses is she saying to herself as to like why she's, is she telling herself like, oh, I'm just too busy to date right now. Like, what is she telling herself? Like what, what, what is keeping her stuck in her own space besides money? It's mostly time. I don't have the time to date. I have uh, long working hours. And so it's so tiring to go outside. And even if I do, I'm not meeting the right type of people. There's very little men out there. Huh. Those type of things. Can you call her out on her victimhood? Like, oh, poor you. You have to work. <laughs> oh, you don't think that there's good guys out there. No, girlfriend, you're looking in the wrong spots. And are you even projecting yourself as a prospect that your dream husband, the one that you're, you're dreaming about would 
would find as a prospect for himself. Meaning like, are you putting effort into yourself or are you stuck into your own baggage? Can you create a carousel post? And I think that these are best done in carousels, the polarizing ones, because it, it I don't know, I, I just, yeah. I think that people, they can read it. Um, it. It can be a little bit more tricky to like speak it. It, it doesn't have to be, but I just personally find it a little easier in a carousel style when I'm doing a handling objection right. post and then show her like, okay, what to do instead. Oh, you don't have time. Like maybe, maybe it starts off with, and I'm just going to riff this and I'll give you this recording so that you can come back to it. But what if it starts off with, oh, you don't have time. Okay. Um, when will you have time when you're retired? When, like when I'm just curious, when are you going to have time? Is there a break coming up? Like, do you have a two week break where you're anticipating to find your husband in those two weeks? Like, like either you don't, either you make the time now and realize that we're all busy and you're not special or, and I'm talking mm -hmm. very boldly, Judith, like make this your own words yeah. or you stop complaining about it and just be satisfied being alone if you're too busy. Like pick one, either, either hyper-focus on the solution or stop complaining about your problem, but we're tired of hearing about it. Okay. And for those of you who are ready to actually take action, here's four things you can do with a busy schedule while working full time and feeling like there's limited time to go out and date. And when there is, I don't know what to, where to go. Those are actually two separate posts. So this could be a part one, part two. You know, mm -hmm. I'll address where to go in, in another post. But right now, here's four ways to make the time. Boom, 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 boom. For those of you who are, and then call to action would be, for those of you who are done making excuses, who are recognizing that we're all busy and, and you're not special and you're actually willing to do something about it, then rather than just sitting and complaining about your situation, go ahead and comment XYZ below for more details about my program that guarantees you will go on a date, five dates with a qualified bachelor within six months. That, go back and listen. We're like 39 minutes in. Go back and listen. Like write down that 39 minute number. Go back and, and create a carousel of that. And then you can have a part two. That says, okay, yesterday I talked about how, um, you know, for those of you that's like, oh, woe is me. I don't have the time. Okay. So if that's you and you need to like get over that hump, go look, watch yesterday's. For those of you who are now over that, okay, because, you know, you walked through your, your mind stuff and now you're like, okay, I, I can make the time. I just don't really know where to go, like to find this eligible bachelor when I have the time. Here's this for you. And now it's less polarizing and more educational. You're still have some polarizing, but it's like mm. taking a little bit more um, because she's like, she's willing now, but she just needs like guidance on where to go. And you can still make it slightly polarizing by saying things like, okay, girlfriend, when you were in your twenties, you went to the bar. Great. You're not in your twenties. You're in your thirties. Okay. And to be transparent, if your guy is still going to the bar every single Friday, every single Saturday, getting drunk, that's probably not the guy you're looking for. That's probably why you're falling back into toxic patterns. Um, or yeah. I don't know, I'm, I'm just making this up as I go. Right. Instead, envision where he, where he, where he will be. Where is he at? 
And then you can kind of guide them from there. Here's three ways to go out and actually find an eligible bachelor. Maybe it's online dating. Maybe it is um, a church, not youth, because we're not youth, a church adult ministry. Maybe it is, um, I don't know, whatever it is, but give them practical ways for those of, oh, and by the way, these are just three out of the, this 10 different ways that I teach my clients to actually go out and find an eligible bachelor. Mm -hmm. If this is for you and you're, you are actually desiring to be married within the next maybe two years, you're not guaranteeing that. But like, if that's on your heart to be married in the next two years and you're, you know, ready to start like pursuing that instead of putting that on the back burner until you're 40, comment blank right now. I'll send you a, a, a message. We'll figure it out, figure out if this is a good program for you. Guaranteed that you'll actually have five dates within six months from now with, with an eligible bachelor. Do you see how like that is authority building? What's yeah. Your, what's your feedback for me? I absolutely love it. It just, you just spoke for like a couple of minutes, but it sounds like I'm, it sounds like I'm talking to a dating coach. Just so okay. good. Because yeah. it shows me that whether or not you un you actually know what you're talking about, it just shows me how much you how much confidence you have and how 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 much you're sold out on your own knowledge on your own business or your on your own program. Yes, there is a little bit of acting that goes into selling, and I don't mean acting in the sense of like we're portraying something that is untrue. I mean like. You turn it on for the camera. It's, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about like inauthenticity. I'm not talking about lying to people. I'm talking about if you don't feel confident, okay. First off, why? But, but if we're, if we weren't going to dig deep for a second, here's how somebody could feel confident. Act. You pretend you're on a TV show. You are portraying an actress that is confident and sold out on her program. If you don't feel confident in you, and again, I'm not saying that this is a long-term solution because there, if a person doesn't feel confident in their own skin, they need to address that. But like, if they need to get psych themselves up for the moment, if you aren't confident as you, mm -hmm. be confident as somebody else then. Go into an acting phase. And that will in and of itself help a person practice confidence. And again, I'm not saying that that's a long-term solution. I want you to be confident as Judith because you have every reason to be confident as Judith. But if you need to be Janelle for a second and in order to kind of practice that confidence and just pretend like you're on a TV show acting, again, don't lie, don't be inauthentic, but it's okay to like, I don't mean this in a woo-woo way. I mean, but like channel, like your inner confident like girl. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then you can also practice this on camera too, Judith. So everything that you just said mm -hmm. in your carousel is the script for your new mini training. You can practice the confidence of like, you. it's the same words. You just now use it in a mini training. So you can repurpose it. So, um, mm -hmm. First off, thoughts, feedback. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. Um, I was just wondering about the the CTA that you have on the carousel, which is comment those a particular word below. I was just thinking about that time when we discussed how some people might want to keep things private and not comment. So yeah. So do you feel like like asking them to DM would be like a slightly better option? I would play around with it. Here's what I would do. I would call out the insecurity. I would say, hey, comment date below or comment husband below for more details on this. If you're somebody that is feeling embarrassed or insecure, you want to seek out this program, but you also like don't really want to publicly comment on it, no problem. Text DM me the word husband. Experiment with it. And so sometimes you can put both of those in the same mm-hmm. in the same call to action and kind of call out the insecurity. And then sometimes you can say, for those of you, yeah. like, go ahead and DM me this word. Hey, go ahead and comment this word. Like you can play around with it. Um, the variety of it. Does that help? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now let me ask you this question. Are you sold out? First off on Judith, are you sold out on Judith? I'm not talking about Judith's business. I'm not talking about Judith, Judith's um, curriculum. Are you sold out on Judith? I don't think fully. I would say like a 95%. Okay. Welcome to the human club. We're all here. I'm like, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm not fully sold out on myself. And I don't mean that in a, um, <clears throat> like, I don't mean that like, oh my gosh, Cammie, like you're my coach. You're not fully sold out on it. I mean, like we all have inner things that we're working on, right? <laughs> so, but I do want to ask you, why are you not sold out on yourself? I think because on some days, uh, I I just don't feel very confident. When I do, I know that I am totally like in the vibe and it's just, it just flows. But I think I'm used to things like as the flow goes, just go with it. If I feel energetic, then I'm energetic. If not, then I'm not. But I feel like I need to take more control of how I feel and maintain my energy levels because I just tend to go with uh, how things are going and not actively decide like, hey, this is what I want to be. Okay. So you're yeah. a person that has different emotions. Again, welcome to the human club. We all have different emotions. I don't expect you to have that edge, super confident, don't mess with me vibe mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. That would be exhausting. That would be exhausting. Yeah. Here's how I would though encourage you based on what you just said. You just said, if I'm in the flow, cool, get in the flow. Now, how do we get in the flow? Think about like what, what Betsy was saying with us that if you're sitting down to work and we're not spending at least, I don't know, I'm just making up a timestamp, like 15 to 20 minutes on getting ourselves in the right headspace then whatever work we're doing is like basically going to be in vain. So when you're yeah. sitting down to get into work mode every day, I want you to sit for like 15 and 20 minutes and get yourself in the, in the zone. Now mm-hmm. you can pray about like, what Lord, what does that look like? Maybe it's prayer. Maybe there's a certain song 
that you love. And we have to be kind of careful with music because like there are evil presence in music. Like I wouldn't want you to like start going and listening to like things that wouldn't please the Lord to like get into like that edginess. That's not what I'm saying, but like, maybe there's a song that actually is like, is pure that just makes you feel so confident and you just love to dance to it. Or maybe you create a Pinterest board of like the boss girl vibes that you're wanting to embody. And you sit there and you do a visualization for like five to 10 minutes around it. And you just envision yourself as that woman before you get into a content zone or just honestly any work, because even if you are, I would say any work, because like you also want to be that the boss girl when you're in the DMS too. So I would make that a practice every day, find out what works for you, Mm -hmm. pray, Mm-hmm. ask the Lord to give you confidence, ask the Lord to give you that, that the confidence that, that, um, a confidence that pleases him. Yeah. A confidence and authority that pleases him. Betsy says that we have to become her basically in order to become her. So if I am wanting to have a seven figure business, I have to start showing up now, even though I don't have a seven figure business as the woman who does. So what does she do? Okay. Well, she, um, has a routine. She invests in her mindset. When she creates content, she looks the part. She shares testimonials, whether they happened last month or last, last, yes, last hour. Now she doesn't lie and say, this happened five minutes ago. If it happened last month, we're not, we're not playing around with that, but she shows up with authority. She doesn't take baloney from people. She is kind and compassionate and holds space for people, but she doesn't take baloney from them. You know, I have to, I would have to embody her before I became her before I, before it mm-hmm. came to reality, I guess is what I'm saying. It's almost like acting again. Like I'm going to show up and yeah, as that seven figure business owner before it's my reality. Mm-hmm. And somebody told me recently that your brain, I don't, I don't know the facts on this, but somebody told me recently that your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and fiction when you're doing visualization. Meaning like if you're sitting there and you're visualizing your goals, your brain doesn't, you know, the difference, but your brain doesn't understand the difference about like, Oh, that's real or that's fake. So if you, if we can get into a state of visualization, like God gave us our imagination, let's use it. Let's train our brain. Like if, if my brain is convinced that I'm a seven figure business owner, then it's going to help me. I would think hopefully help me move into that direction. It's kind of like you can yeah. train your brain into believing a different reality for you. I've always been a person that can kind of, uh, has a very, ima- like a lot of imagery in my head. And I can like imagine something. If somebody said like, Hey, imagine X, Y, Z. I I can just, I can visualize it so clearly in my head. And, um, it kind of seemed like a burden to me, but the Lord showed me like, why don't you use that as a, your, like a tool visualize like your goals, visualize where you want to go, visualize heaven, visualize where it is that the Lord's taking you rather than just visualize visualizing without boundaries or borders. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. 
So we have eight minutes left. And I know I've done a lot of talking. I want to hear from you. Let's kind of debrief from today. Like let's summarize today. Let's kind of come down off of a, uh, I mean, a, a high here and just kind of organize our thoughts. What is your, what's kind of going through your mind right now? I'm just excited to try out all of the content stuff, but I was thinking first about this thing that you mentioned about visualizing and to actually embody that personality because uh, right now I feel like I've kind of like given up on that for a little bit. And I think that's what's probably causing some issues. Like I'm still listening to my brain prime and uh, praying for the things that I want to, but I kind of like lost touch of my goals, I would say for a little bit, just like sort of out of touch. And maybe that's why I kind of like lost my vision of, where exactly I'm going with my coaching business. So I think when that sits in place, I just am like automatically more excited, more motivated, and I feel confident. And, and, and then when I'm like, you know, in that space where I really want to make this happen, I automatically am more confident. And just one thing just leads to the next. And it's just a chain of many that's successful and uh good moves which brings results so I think I think deep within it's about the work that I need to do which then pours out into my into my business yeah it almost feels like you need to hope again um I think mm. that I could be saying this wrong but to par I'm I'll paraphrase the bible that like faith is the hope of what we want but hasn't happened yet and maybe you're in a season, which I have been in, in the past where it's like, I want these things, but like, to be honest, I've waited for these things for so long. My baby, that's, that's one of these, those things I was like, Lord, like I, I want a baby, but like, I've also waited for four years. And now I feel like it's almost a um, defense mechanism, a protection mechanism that like, I don't want to hope for it. Cause I don't want to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. does that resonate with you yeah a lot so maybe have a sit down with the lord let him untangle that with you where are you is there a block in you hoping if so why is there a fear of disappointment if so where is that coming from what what do you need in order to hope again what, what needs to happen? What does the Lord need to reveal to you? What mindset shifts need to occur for you to start hoping again? Because it is hard to visualize something that you don't believe is actually going to happen. Or at least visualize it with effectiveness. If you don't, if you there don't believe it's going to happen. I would go back and think about the stages of belief that Betsy, do you remember Betsy walking us through that? Uh, it was impossibility, possibility, and inevitability. We go from mm -hmm. the, there's no way this is going to happen. And I almost feel like we're, we're kind of in that space. Like I'm doing the brain prime. Like I, I, I want it to happen. But like, if you ask me honestly, if I think this is really going to happen, the answer is like, maybe not. So we're almost kind of teetering in that space. It's okay. 
but like, let's transition. So how do we, how can we get from not impossibility all the way to inevitable? We'll get there. But like, how can we, what if we just, just made it, what if it was just possible? What if we went from impossible to just possible? This could actually maybe mm -hmm. happen. What evidence do you need to show your brain that this is possible? Do you need to go back and refute some lies? And then once you're in that state of possibility, like this could possibly maybe happen for me. Still some in, some unsuredness, but this is kind of possible. Then how do we move into the inevitable? This is going to happen for me. It's really a matter of time. I may not know exactly when or how this is going to unfold. The Lord knows. I don't need to know, but I know this is going to happen for me. And because I know that it's inevitable, because I know my success is inevitable, I can show up with the confidence and I don't even have to act anymore because it's literally, it's going to happen. It, it's like a fact in my brain. Mm -hmm. Because how much, how much confidence would you show up with if you knew with a hundred percent assurance from the Lord, like if the Lord came to you in a dream tonight and was like, Hey, Judith, um, just so you know, you're going to be a millionaire someday. Your coaching business is going to take off. And, um, I can't tell you when, because like, you know, I need you to trust me, but it's going to take off. And I need you to start showing up with confidence. When you woke up that morning, would you show up with more confidence? Like that would give you like a conviction that like, I don't know when this is going to happen, but I know it's going to. And so I'm going to show up every day with like full force, like full color, full passion and showing up for it. That is powerful. Mm -hmm. Would you show up differently? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Any last thoughts? I'm just uh I'm just realizing now that I just need to control myself, be more in tune with what I really want to do, get excited about it like a kid. Yeah. Because I used to have that in the beginning of my my program and my coaching like a couple of years ago. But now it's like it's this is my fourth year and still nothing is happening and all of those things. But yeah, like you, um, I think you pointed it out really well. I just, I need to hope and I need to keep showing up and just become a little more smarter with what I'm doing because like, there's no way this, this is not going to happen, but it's just that uh, it's like that shark who is like in the tank, in the water tank, but it's just because he's, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I mean, like, I'm not, I think, I think I saw it like once because so there's this like aquarium and there's a, a shark inside and there's a piece of glass and he wants to get to the other side because there's food there but he just keeps banging at it again and again and it it like it's setting his mind that he can't reach it now because it pains when you, he hits the glass and at one point they take off the glass and he still doesn't try because it's just like yeah so I, I still, I think I need to just fight that. That's like the main thing that I think was like blocking me because I'm good at content and all of these things. I've done this in the past. I've gotten two clients without doing anything. So I know I can do it again. And I have so many more, much better resources. I've got you, I've got a lot and everything is greater and much better. I think I just need to break that mindset and I need to start hoping again. 
The other thing, Judith, is I would fill your mind with stories of success, but also with stories of people who had to wait a while. Now, I don't want you to get into the mindset that like, it's going to take a long time. Like, cause we don't want to have that self-fulfilling prophecy of like, that it would take longer than it needs to, but like, yeah, maybe search the Bible for some stories of people that like the Lord had called to success of some sort or given a promise of something, but they had to wait for it. And then I would also go find some biographies, some books of some successful mm-hmm. people in this world that didn't start off with success. Um, and I'll say that some of these people may or may not, I don't know, um, always reflect faith, but there are some incredible entrepreneurs in this world, irregardless of their faith that have walked through trials and because of their persistence and their endurance, their dedication, their discipline, and it's a principle that the Lord had installed in the earth, irregardless of somebody's faith background, that if you keep working hard, like you reap what you sow, that is a principle. Yeah. Of the earth. That's not just, that's not just a principle for, for Christians. That's like a principle for humans. And that's why there's mm-hmm. so many people that may not be a believer, but they are experiencing massive success because they're reaping what they're sowing. And so go out and right. find stories of people who maybe it wasn't an easy path. Maybe it was a decade before they saw success. What did it look like? Study their stories, teach your brain that just because it isn't happening now doesn't mean it's not going to happen. We got to get your brain to hope again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm proud of you. You have a message. You are called to the space. You did not mishear the Lord. You are where you're supposed to be. There's refinement happening right now. The Lord is refining things so that he can elevate you to that place. Amen. Thank you so much, Cami. I needed this. It's my pleasure. Okay, you're a rock star. Keep me updated. Okay, and I'll see you in Powerhouse. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah, my pleasure. Have a great one. <laughs> Y'all, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of this part two with my amazing client, Judith, inside of Powerhouse. And do not forget to go save your seat if you haven't already for my free masterclass for female coaches desiring to unlock 5k to 10k closed months in their business. It is happening Tuesday, February 27th. You have three class times to choose from morning, around the noon hour, one o'clock central, and then in the evening. And we're going to be talking about rewiring your brain for success, mastering high ticket sales so you can get more clients and applying top FBI negotiation tactics so that you can handle client objections that come your way. Friends, the next time you see this masterclass, it will be paid. It is that good. So if you want to get in for free, save your spot. Go down in the show notes if you haven't already. Save your seat. I'll see you there. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible. 
because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you, I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode.